everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is John Bloom, the co-founder and CEO at Podimetrics. John, how are you today? Doing wonderfully. How about you today? I'm doing well. I'm excited to uh, to chat. Uh, just so the audience knows, we've tried to put this together for, for a while and we, we finally made it happen. Uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm very excited to have you on here today. And why don't we dive right into it? Tell the audience about your background. Yeah, thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, background-wise, a little bit probably crazy. Uh, originally, I'd come up through music, thought I was going to be a musician. And back when I, I had hair, I tried to spike it, right, to be as cool of a punk as I could be and got romanced by medicine, went into anesthesia, surgical critical care, and then uh, realized the just the destruction of, of limbs due to diabetes and now I'm as far from the airway as you can get. I, I essentially dropped out of practice to focus on diabetic foot complications full time for the past decade. And and that led you to uh, founding Podimetrics. Can you tell the audience a little bit? Give us like, uh, I guess, your why, how, what, if possible. Well, a lot of the why... I had just been recording and, and not realizing it was going to take over my life. I, I remember just like a couple, vividly a couple memories from medical training. One was I was a medical student, probably a third year, so still pretty new. I was in the ER and a, a woman was, was wheeled into our room. And I just remember instantly the, the, the scent that came in the room was a very severe infection. It has um, pseudomonas as a very specific specific scent to it. And we saw extensive, extensive bandages on her limbs. So she had, she had known to cover them, but as we took off the bandages, we quickly realized that she was probably not going to leave the hospital with her limbs and a good chance she was not going to leave the hospital. Um, got to follow up and that was unfortunately the case. Remember later on in my anesthesia journey that we would, I could spend whole days in the operating room doing nothing but amputations. This it felt like needless limb loss, almost Civil War type medicine, where if it's diseased, we cut it off from diabetes, not from trauma, not from anything you would expect. So it was, now I'm a, uh, a very new business uh, uh, school student at MIT, and there was a, a hackathon that they had. It was the first hacking medicine, if you've heard that program before. And they had 100 of us in a room, and we could start any company we wanted in healthcare, and it wasn't me, actually. It was David Linders, my uh, amazing co-founder, our CTO, who, who stood up and said that diabetic foot ulcers, it was a problem. That was, it was like a lightning bolt. I sat down at that table. There were five of us there, and there was the beginning of Podometrics. Exciting. Wow, that's, uh, that's quite, the, uh, quite the journey. Um, that's I don't want to. I don't want to get gross either. But I, when you're telling me about having to do these amputations, I never thought about. I know this sounds probably off topic, but I I have to mention it because I'm sure it's a lot of people like, when when it's going through that uh, and doing like the doing the surgeries and everything probably becomes like you get used to it. But um, I didn't realize there was a a scent 
to some of the, you said it was a, like you, you were actually able to, to in like maybe not a hundred percent diagnose, but have a pretty good idea of what someone's going through based on the scent. Yeah. And hopefully not terribly graphic staff has it. It's a fairly, I mean, you're, we've probably evolved to know that smell, no danger. That one's a very powerful one, but pseudomonas, it almost smells like grapes or fruity. It's an odd scent to be hanging on with staff. You usually can sense if it's a big infection, you're going to catch it. And uh, pseudomonas is devastating. Staph is devastating. These infections, you know, this patient with diabetes, they can't fight infections as well. So they get bad wounds that typically would lead to see me in the operating room. Interesting. Yeah. I'd never, I never thought of, uh, of that piece. Um, and, and once you said it, I had to mention it because I, I couldn't stop thinking about it until you, uh, you broke it down for, for me personally. So, uh, I, I appreciate you doing that and doing it in a way that was not graphic at all. Uh, really, really appreciate that. Um, okay. So, so you, you and your co-founder, you had this problem you were solving. Um, how, how did the problem like, so I, I know when people first come up with the problem that they want to solve, they usually end up uncovering some new layers once they decide they're going to fully dive into it. So can you tell us, like, give us the, uh, at a high level, the, the problem after like that, that initial, uh, spark hit, what kind of evolved from there? And then what was the solution oh, to that? That's such problem? a good question. Cause you're right. There's often the real problem underneath the problem that you have to solve. And we hadn't figured it out right away, but the, the problem itself though, diabetic foot, as much as a third of the cost of diabetes has been linked to complications of the lower extremity. That was, a, I think, a 2017 New England Journal article that first put that out. They're super expensive. If you get a wound and you have an amputation to resolve it, which is unfortunately quite too common, your five-year mortality is twice that of all pooled mortality for cancer in the United States. As high as 70% of these patients pass away in five years after an amputation. It devastates our most vulnerable patients, rural patients, uh, uh, people of color. For example, if you're a black American, your likelihood of suffering an amputation is three times that of a white American. It is an absolute massive marker of health inequity. And it's a problem that we have to make go away. It's just far too common and you, it robs you of your independence and often your life. What we didn't realize is that the problem really wasn't diabetic foot. The problem wasn't really detecting them early. It was engagement. It was a option. It was, how can you get a patient who's overwhelmed by their healthcare? At this point, if they have diabetic foot complications, they have uh, hearts, lungs, kidneys affected. It's a very complex patient. How can you get them to use systems like ours with such regularity that you can catch the moment that there's an issue and that moment that you still have a chance to fix it? That's the issue. And that's what we came across, not to spend too far on this question. We realized that building a mat, something very simple that they can just step on for 17 seconds in their day and then go on with the rest of their life. That was an interaction. We captured an enormous amount of data. And from that, we built our company. That was the real problem that we figured out after unpacking this devastating. And there's more to it, of course, social determinants of health. There's so much to the, the epidemic of diabetic amputations, but the part that we knew we could move the needle on, that was it. So, so let's talk more about that that last piece, though, that you mentioned. So um, 
you mentioned, I guess, at a high level, the involvement. Can you go into more detail your your involvement in supporting health equity challenges specific well, to complex diabetes, though? Where the where you always want to go to where the need is greatest, and it's often getting away from hospital centers and getting into areas like in the south. I was just in uh, actually Mississippi, the Mississippi Delta last week, in a clinic where. Unfortunately, they don't have good preventative podi podiatric care. You have vascular surgeons, and unfortunately, you have a lot of general surgeons. General surgeons have really one tool in their toolkit. It's to amputate. So it's an absolute epidemic for cases you would never dream would need an amputation. You shouldn't. Yet they're, we're, they're losing limbs. And for us, we had to be able to work with those communities, regardless of health literacy gaps or tech literacy gaps. And I think that was the biggest part is that uh, I think we take for granted, you know, that smartphones, but often we need it to work universally. If they don't have access to smartphones, they don't have access to internet. We had to have a way to get this mat in that home to be able to, 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 to universally get prevention. And so it's really in the design of the mat, making it so there's an embedded cell phone inside of it. So it automatically acquires signal, broadcasts in a HIPAA compliant and secure fashion. And that allowed us to get into the furthest reaches of the, of the country. Um, you need to charge it about once every four to six weeks. And we, we can remotely monitor that mat to make sure if it needs to be recharged or anything that's wrong with it. It, it allows us to be in very high-risk communities. Interesting. Well, thank you for, for all that you're doing um, for those communities, but then also for, you know, also just the um, everything related to complex diabetes. Uh, I know... Uh, it's uh, it'll be super interesting to continue to watch what you're building in this space. I, I have uh, one last really question I want you to go into, John, if it's uh, if it's okay. But talk us through what's next. So post funding, new hires. Where do you plan to focus growth? Uh, I know well, our this was a big round for us, allowing us to really complete the management team, bringing on um, operations with mind towards scalability, our financial infrastructure. It was a it was a, it was it was it was the it was a big one for us to be able to now realize our mission. How do we get into all those homes? And we've been busy getting up with health plans, getting into the environments. And that's really our, our focus for the next while. Ideally, Medicare and Medicaid. How do we get to those patients that have the, the greatest risk um, through partnerships, working with health plans and providers in the field to, uh, to cover their patients? It's been an exciting run since. And I have a vet to, for the next few years, it's going to be about trying to really move the needle on a national level on amputations. Well, definitely, uh, we'll definitely have to have you come back on to, to talk about, you know, any new announcements, partnerships, um, in, in the future. We, we love, uh, th those are short, those are nice and short episodes too, where you just kind of highlight what you're doing. And I know the creator healthcare audience as a whole loves to, loves to see that type of content. Um, but really, you know, wish you and the team all the best of luck. Can't wait to see how uh, Podymetrics continues to grow.